0: Hello, welcome back to Trusting God Through It All. I'm going to ask you a question, something to think about. Have you ever been looking for something like your keys, wallet, glasses, your phone? Um, It can be frustrating when you're looking for something because you need it, maybe in a hurry, got to get somewhere. have you ever had one of those moments where you're looking for something that's in your hand (laughs) or your glasses? Maybe they're on top of your head. How about your phone? You know, asking people, call my phone, call my phone. I can't find it. Um, I had a moment a couple weeks ago where I was, my phone was resting on top of the bookcase and I was reading something on it and something, you know, kind of got my interest so I wanted to go look something else up and I walked away from my phone to go find it so that I could look something up on it. <laughs> I had a good laugh. <laughs> I have many moments like that. I've I've looked for my keys and they were in my hand the whole time while I'm looking. I know my husband's good at losing the keys when he left them in a pocket from the day before. You know, I remember telling my kids when they were younger, when they couldn't find something, go back to the last place you remember having it. Or we would sing that song, go back, go back, go back, go back to where you were. Um, These are just human things that we do that can frustrate us. But what about spiritually? Uh, I was just relating these thoughts to my recent adventure in the hospital, of wondering where God was, you know, thinking that I couldn't see him, I couldn't find him. He wasn't answering my prayers. I felt like King David, right? God, why aren't you answering my prayers? I thought you healed me. I didn't want to go through the hospital. I didn't want to go through all of this. And then, you know, the whole time I'm in the hospital, I kept looking for God to answer my prayers the way I wanted him to. And that's why I couldn't see him. I couldn't find him because I expected him to be somewhere doing something that I wanted him to be doing. And I think there's a really huge lesson in that, not just for me, but maybe for someone else that's listening to this. And that's really the point of this podcast is just to encourage other people. Um, for one, you're not alone, you know, in your struggles and your frustration and your hurts and your sorrow and, and also, you know, in times of of joy and times of uh, great hope that God gives you. You know, there's there's this journey that we're all on. It's very similar, even though they're, each of our stories are unique. We all go through similar things. And so I just want to encourage you today to think about this. If you've ever been looking for God in your situation or circumstance and you couldn't see him, Maybe there's something going on right now in your life where you're like, God, where are you? I want to encourage you to go back to the last moment, the last memory you have of of knowing it was God. And sit in that memory, in that moment, and remind yourself of how good He was, how good He is, how faithful. You know, look for the ways that God does work in your life. Because usually, He works pretty much the same in your life because it's the way that that he talks to you. It's the way that he communicates with you in these patterns. I call them patterns. But, you know, we can get so caught up and busy in the mundane things of life that we get spiritually absent-minded and we forget to put God first. We forget to be intentional in our relationship with him. And, Many times when we can't see God, it's because we're caught up in our own thinking and our own dreams and our own way of doing things, and we stop putting Him first, and we we stop asking Him to order our steps throughout the days that we have. And so I just want to encourage you, go back to that last place that you really remember God's presence being evident in your life, and spend time in that moment, in that memory, and thank Him for that time. And then ask him, you know, God, let me. What are you doing now? Let me see what you're doing now. You know, give me understanding. Open the eyes of my heart so that I can see you. Because a lot of times we can't see God because we don't know how to look for Him, or we've forgotten how, or we don't know where to look for Him. I think that every person of faith struggles with this at some point in their walk of, you know, their journey of faith. King David did Jesus on the cross cried out in that moment, horrific moment. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Repeating the words of King David. It's just part of, I think, life on earth. We are living in a chaotic, dark world at times and we can get caught up in it, we can get distracted, we can get, you know, the busyness of life can overwhelm us. And then when we really need God, we don't see Him, we can't find Him. Just like those keys or that phone, you know, our life has gotten so chaotic, we're running out the door and we've forgotten, we've misplaced things. And we do that to our God, Our you know, our, it seems odd, I know, I'm, I'm thinking about that right now. And I'm like, it's just, you can't misplace God, but Spiritually speaking, you can. You can forget what he looks like when he's at work in your life. You know, you can kind of get busy doing your own thing or praying your own prayers and expecting God to do things in a certain way that's almost like you disregard the way that he wants to work in your life. And we miss out. I know I shared a little bit about that. I think on the last podcast of how maybe two podcasts ago, I don't know, but I was sharing how I was missing out on these little ways that God was showing up for me, but because I was so focused on not on on him, not doing what I thought he would do or I wanted him to do. I was in the moment missing out on these beautiful ways that God was just with me through it all. You know, I was missing out in the moment. And so I'm so thankful over the past couple of uh, weeks, I've been experiencing more joy and more peace. Just letting things go and asking God each day to order my steps and give me opportunities to see Him working and reminding myself of His goodness and His faithfulness to me all along the way. And I have to be intentional about it. If I find myself fretting or getting kind of frustrated, I literally stop, take a breath, think about something that I know was from him, that he did, remind myself, take it in, (laughs) whisper a thank you, God. You're awesome. You're amazing. Thank you for for just reminding me of your goodness in in my life. And then I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I guess you could say I'm grounded again. I'm focused again. And that peace and that joy that I've really grown to appreciate and I want to protect. That's the goal. That's the reason why I'm, I'm being so intentional about seeing God, looking for God. Because I didn't see Him. And I know it's easy for us all to get distracted by life. Reminds me of also a time when I was little, I was about nine years old, and uh, our family went to Michigan on a road trip to visit family. There's four of us kids, and my aunt had two, and for whatever reason, she, we went to the mall. I think malls were like new at that time, so I just remember this mall being packed with people, because it was the middle of summer. I don't know, maybe that's what people in Michigan do in the summer heat, is go to the mall. <laughs> but anyhow, it was so packed. And my aunt took us there. I don't, the only thing I remember is this mall full of people, strangers. And then she took us to this courtyard in the cookie place. Maybe it was Mrs. Fields or something. I don't know. And we were all going to get to pick out a cookie. And there I was staring at all these cookies. You know, this nine-year-old sugar junkie. Just, mmm, look at the cookies. <laughs> and I was so distracted by them that I did not even know that everybody got their cookies and left. And there I was, stranded, all alone, (laughs) in a mall packed full of strangers and couldn't see anybody that I knew. What a scary moment. What a freak-out moment I had. And I didn't know what to do. I just stood there. I walked out a little ways trying to find something familiar, a familiar face, and just stood there. I didn't know what else to do meanwhile my aunt is freaking out when she realizes i'm not there i was the littlest of all the kids there oh no no kip was kip was younger than me um but all all the other kids were you know just eating their cookies and oblivious to the fact that i was lost but my aunt wasn't she was and she said you know she could not see me anywhere she was so uh overwhelmed with fear in her mind that she could not see clearly. All she could see was these strangest faces, just like what I was seeing. But then she stopped for a moment, just kind of, you know, got herself together. And as soon as she did that, she could see me, you know? And I think that as I remember that moment, I, I wonder if that's how it is for a lot of people when we're, we're freaking out over things that are happening in life. You know, it can get kind of scary in some moments you know, depending on what we're facing. I mean, there's sickness and disease, there's job losses, there's, you know, financial crisis. I mean, there's, life can be overwhelming. It can be very overwhelming. Um, And we can have one of those moments where we're just freaking out and we can't see God. And I really believe if we would learn the gift of stop, You know, gather your thoughts together. Submit everything you're thinking right now. All the fears, all of the what ifs, and uh, I don't understand, and whys. Just take them all to God. Take time out of your day, whatever it takes. Get serious about intentionally seeking God in your life. And let the peace that passes all understanding guard your heart and mind in Christ in those moments breathe in thank him for his faithfulness remind yourself of what he has done in the past the promises for the future that this world is not our home right Th- these things all will pass and someday we're we're not even going to remember the sorrowful moments he's going to wipe away every tear we need to be intentional if we wanna see God. If we're looking for him, there could be many reasons why we're not seeing him. It could be that we need to slow down and focus our thoughts on him. You know, really spend time uh, remembering the last time that we sense God working in our life. Go back to that memory and just be in that moment for a second and, and, and remind yourself of the goodness of God. Or we may need to examine our heart and see what it is that's keeping us from him. You know, have we misplaced God? Have we set Him aside? Have we put Him somewhere He doesn't belong in our life? He needs to be first in everything that we think, say, and do. And maybe there's we need to ask if there's any unconfessed sin, any, any area of our life that we are out of step or in willful disobedience. That will keep Him from us. You know, if we choose to live life on our own terms, he's going to let us. He's a, he's, he's a kind and loving person, being. He doesn't force himself on us. He lets us make our choices. And if we choose to make our own decisions outside of his will for our lives, he lets us. But yet we find ourselves wondering, where are you, God? Well, you walked away. You You know, you are going your own way. You're taking your own path. And all we have to do, James, I think it's James 4, 8. He says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So I just want to encourage you with these thoughts today. You know, if you're you're feeling lost, you're feeling overwhelmed, stop, take a breath, ask God to reveal himself to you, ask him to, to draw near to you and show you where you're supposed to be in line with you know what he's doing and if you just can't see him because your circumstances are overwhelming you just ask God to to give you the eyes to see what he's doing so that you can join him in it he is such a good God and he's so faithful to us and a lot of times we're just frustrated because he's not doing what we want him to <laughs> I know this to be true Um I think that I need to share this part of my story with you. I didn't have insurance going into the hospital. Didn't have a job. Still don't have a job. (laughs) Um, Looking for ways to make money at home because right now a job's not really, going out of the house anyhow, it's not really going to work for me. But um, God has been providing and all of the doctors involved with giving me care at the hospital have sent me bills. And every single one, except for the ambulance drive to the hospital. I don't want to go there. That's annoying. Literally annoying. <laughs> I mean, they, they drove me 20 minutes, if that. This they, they didn't even have to go fast. They didn't have to have me on anything. Just take me to the hospital from the emergency clinic to the hospital. Can I tell you that bill was fifteen hundred dollars? No, it was thirteen hundred dollars, sorry. Or was it fifteen? I don't know. I I don't know. it was too much <laughs> for what they did. <laughs> They're the only ones that did not reduce my bill, but everybody else did reduce my bill at you know, at least fifty percent. And I thank God for that. That was very, very helpful in trying to get these medical bills um, paid off. But the other, the, the big miracle came when um, about a month ago, I got a letter from the hospital stating that they wanted my tax returns and my uh, financial records, my bank statement and things. And I was like, I wasn't comfortable. I don't know why they're asking for this. I don't want this. I'm not going to do this. I kind of procrastinated on it, you know, prayed about it. Like, I don't know what to do with this. And then two weeks after that, I called the hospital to get a statement. I want to see, you know, I've never received a statement it's two and a half months after my stay I still don't have a statement so through the automated system I requested the statement and two weeks later they sent me a letter and I opened the letter last Friday and to my surprise to my wonderment the letter stated that they received my request for financial assistance and charity had been applied to my account and my account was now closed i didn't know them anything i still am in disbelief and i hope i never get over this moment that i see god in my life that's a god deal that is absolutely amazing and wonderful and i'm so grateful so thankful because an average stay in the hospital in america from what i read is about 2500 a day i was there for 10 days I am so thankful and I, like I said, I hope I never get over this moment where I see God at work in a way that I did not expect Him to show up at all. And I'm learning to be grateful for this experience of my life, of learning to trust God even when I don't like what's going on, and learning to be more intentional about looking for Him and the ways that He's with me through things that I don't want to go through. You know, it's okay to have to experience pain in this life. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to, to have to do things you don't really want to do. And then when you get through him and you see God walking with you, as you look back, you saw him and you know, how he worked and how he grew you, how he worked on your heart, how he changed your attitude, how he just, you know, was so real. And you get to share that with others. It just makes being a believer that much more beautiful and enjoyable. So I hope you're encouraged by this brief story and and all these thoughts that I had on looking for God and moments where you feel lost. I hope that in some way they inspire you, encourage you and help you. And if you know of anybody who can you think might be encouraged by listening, share this podcast And be intentionable, intentionable, is that a word? Intentional in your relationship with the Lord and ask Him to show you what He's doing, especially if you're struggling right now. I pray that He will open the eyes of your mind and heart so that you can see Him clearly. And I pray that His shalom will rest with you as you spend time with Him, draw near to Him. His promise is that He will draw near to you. Until next time, shalom.